Yes. This computer's trying to fuck with me a little bit. It's like, uh-oh, it's using the the, the, the webcam microphone again. Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the number of podcasts I've heard of just getting ruined because it's yeah. like, oh, Audacity just decided to use the wrong microphone. And we didn't bother to check. Yeah. I know. I'm always, like, paranoid about that now. <clears throat> I'm trying to make sure our levels are looking good here. I guess it's fine. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Fucking. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I mean, no, we'll record it and then edit it and whatnot. Yeah, you know. All right. All right. Welcome back to It Would Be Nice. I'm Joggist. And I'm Ogon. I'm I'm John. He's August. Yeah. If you haven't listened to us before, we, we don't have those names. That's also a very unusually early introduction. Very. We're getting... Uh, we're just starting to hit people with it right away now, these last few episodes. We gotta. We gotta, or else Lucas will die of alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. Dude, last night Lucas was uh, hitting the floor from some shots, and I believe he took an edible, and he, he, was, like, he was like on the floor. Pretty uh, hard, dude. Pretty mm-hmm, hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, let's see. What's new, John? It's been, a, it's been an interesting week. It has been, and you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say it would be nice... If it were easier to form good habits, mm. because I, this past week, it has been like, it has been a thing of like, wake up and like on the, I only work three days a week now because shit's fucked <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, at the company. It's, it's fine though. It's fine. Um, I only work three days a week and it's like those three days a week. It's like, wake up, go to work, come back and then like be a bum. But like, I'll still you know, I'll do my dishes, I'll cook my food, I'll do the laundry, I'll I'll stay, I'll keep the hygiene up, but I get nothing else done. It's mm. like, I just come home and I'm like, all right, I'm going to zone out with a movie or a video game or something. And it's, you know, it's like, it's, you do that for a while. And then it's like, I just, I want to do something, but it's just, it can be so hard to like form good routines, especially because I feel like once a month or so I go through this of like, realizing I'm not happy with like the way I'm like spending my time and I decide, well, I need to completely upend everything. I need to start this and this and this and quit this and this and this and, you know, get a really good routine going. And I like immediately overwhelm myself with it. And it's like, I don't know. It's just sometimes it's like, I wish I could just get into the groove of taking a walk every day. But then you have days where it's like, it is 40 degrees and it's going to rain all day. Or, you know, I'll say I'm going to eat healthy and then I have a day where I'm running the roads at work and I get back home and it's like, you seriously expect me to like cook food right now when I could just run through and get like a burrito at Taco Bell, Mm -hmm. you know, those kind of days. And, you know, it's just you get overwhelmed with like not being happy with certain things. Like I'm really like looking at like the way I've been eating is not great lately and lack of exercise is not great. And it's just. It's the thing of, like, no one stopped me but myself, but it's just like, why is myself such a dick? Why is myself such a dick Mm -hmm. and says, no, don't exercise, don't eat healthy? I saw a great little uh, video on TikTok the other day. It was like, uh, you know, you work somewhere and, you know, your boss tells you to show up at 7 a.m. You do it. You know, you have all these obligations and you do it. He's like, but the fact the first time or when it comes down to you, uh, telling yourself to do it in the morning for yourself and work on yourself. Why do we always show up late or not do it? You know, like why can't we have the respect for ourselves? You know, if we're giving the respect to others for 
you know, their, their rules and, and things like that. You can't hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Yeah. But so, in, and I'm going through something very um, similar in other ways, you know, trying to find my own routine of my days because I feel like every day I have to make a new opportunity for myself to, you know, pursue this uh, big decision I made. And it's challenging. It's very, very challenging. And I've been through the ringer with, you know, what you're do, you know, how, what you're going through with uh, eating and exercise and, you know, how do you spend your time and things like that. And it is a lot harder when you don't have other factors around you. Like for me, I've got my son, I've got, you know, family I have responsibilities mm-hmm. at home. So that kind of always keeps me like, you know, occupied. And then I kind of have to delegate the time around that. But uh, when, when it's just you and you're like, ah, yeah, it's easy just to sit down, you know, and relax. Like, it, I totally get that. But my best advice, I believe, would be just to pick one thing and not try to overwhelm you with like a ton of different oh, yeah. ideas and just pick one little thing and just commit to that and work on it for days or a week at a time. And like then, right before you showed up here, I was like, well, what's, what, what's it going to be? Because I knew I had to narrow it down. And I'm just like, I'm thinking I'm going to try to like get into a good like nighttime sleep habit of like set an alarm and once that alarm goes off it's like do some stretches make yourself a cup of tea maybe even sit down and try to like meditate for a minute or so and then pick up a book read it and go to bed and it's just like keep with that every night you know just because I have way too many nights of like it's getting kind of late and I'm like but I but I want but I want to play this game you know and yeah. I just keep going and the next thing I know I'm at work and I'm like running on four hours of sleep and it's like do it to yourself, buddy. And it's, you know, I, I look at that and I think, well, get healthy sleep and then maybe I'll start feeling better enough to want to do other things with my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's all about being consistent, you know, with everything that you want to do. And that consistency eventually grows into uh, a progression and, you know, leading you just being able to replicate that with many things. And the next thing you know, you're juggling all kinds of stuff that's making you happier and, you know, better quality of life. And, time and stuff like that but yeah it's tough man I mean for me so like I try to I'm trying to my whole week this is my first week by my <laughs> unemployed self and uh I've been trying to figure out okay what do I do in the morning afternoon and nighttime to kind of stay uh busy to look for new opportunities and what how do I make some extra money here and there and all these things and I found it very very aimless you know oh yeah very aimless i was like you know it's like monday started off great had a really good day had a nice little routine going um i booked a gig uh for saturday like i got a lot done and i was like yeah huh that was good let's uh let's try to do that again tomorrow and then augie got sick again which he's getting sick all the time now that's kids though yeah i know um but so that kind of threw a wrench in my sleep again. That threw a wrench in like the time and all that. And then Tuesday and Wednesday felt like I didn't do shit. You know, like yep. Tuesday and Wednesday felt like I was like, what the fuck am I even doing? Like I was, you know, I did a few things, you know, uh, that I guess were productive. But at the end of the day, I was like, what the fuck was that? I, that felt like a waste, you know, that felt like a waste. And then. Thursday and Friday were fine, you know, again, like kind of a mixed bag of everything, but Saturday had a gig, that was nice, um, and then yesterday was kind of nothing really, the Super Bowl was going on, which, fuck, man, Eagles lost, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, you know, so now it's like Monday, 
We're recording this on a Monday, and I started a, a little bit of a routine this morning again, but really more of just errands and shit. I had to go do outside the house, and I still got to do a bunch of fucking shit on the computer later. So uh, it's it's just trying to figure it out, and I'm I'm going through that like, oh, I'm not using my time wisely enough, or like you know when it does come like nine ten o'clock, I'm like. Eh, I'd rather just like finally just sit down and relax, you know. Mm-hmm. And especially after the kid goes to bed, it's like, oh, that was exhausting. Time to take some time for myself. But yeah, it's like, where do you find that balance of taking time for yourself for relaxation, but also uh, delegating your time and being like your own boss and saying, no, you have to, you know, find something well, here then, to do. And then there's the the thing of like the constant pressure to be productive and it's just like I feel like I need to give myself permission to be like no, it's okay. You can you can you don't have to be productive at all right now. You can relax. It's mm-hmm. just this constant internalized feeling of needing to work to be to be producing something to be like hustling and it's just like it's it's not healthy to have that stick around all the time but like what I wish I could do is I wish I were like I had the capability. I mean, I do have the capability, but I wish I had the drive and I wish I were doing this of get enough stuff done throughout the week, whether it be through, you know, work or creative projects and like just keeping up with chores and life and stuff that like I want to like wake up in the morning and I want to have a day where I'm like all my meals are prepped. They're in the fridge. All my dishes are clean. All my clothes are clean and put away. All my work projects are caught up on and I don't have work today. All my personal projects are like, I've been working on those. I'm satisfied with where they're at for the day. I just, I want to have a day where it's like I wake up and it's like, you can just do nothing all day. And that's totally fine without any guilt. And I know it's going to be impossible to not have any guilt, but like, I don't know, like this weekend, I, most days I wanted to just do nothing all day, but like I did catch up on cleaning and you know, there were some days I worked on a little bit of side projects that I've been on and it's like this kind of thing of like, as soon as I get done, I'm like, okay, I can just chill now and just relax. But then I always feel guilty whenever that time comes of like, I should be working on it more. And it's just, it drives me crazy because it's like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I, uh, that, that's usually the way I like to operate. If I get enough stuff done and productive throughout the week that I feel accomplished in the, in those ways where it's like, yeah, it's, this Saturday or Sunday, I'm just going to do nothing or I'm going to have fun today, you know? And my, actually this week, my mom and Ella both were like on to me, not like negatively about, you know, what I was doing, but like, they're just like, you need to stop putting so much pressure on you. Like, like right now, like you're going through a transition. Like it's very, you know, every transition in life, you know, with jobs or families or, things like that it takes a minute to kind of get your body and your mind adjusted to it yeah and like you really like, gotta that first week is so weird like when i first quit when i worked at target it was like that first week was just like i don't care just i want to go to the store mm-hmm. i want to like get some food and i want to just chill and like have a week of like not thinking about being productive mm-hmm. yeah they're like you know like you you're gonna figure it out but you got to stop like putting this insane amount of pressure on you that you feel like you have to work, you know, 24 seven to get, you know, to get something done. Like you can just, you can take a step back and, and kind of just take your time getting there because it's going to be fine. But I was like, ah, I know I was just, I, I got to figure this out. I got to hustle. Blah, blah. So it's uh yeah. I mean, we do have to take care of ourselves in, in that way as well, but yeah, I don't know, man. I did get my gym membership back. Oh yeah. Yeah. I went and worked out one day. And uh, 
It was good. It was nice. Planet Fitness. Oh yeah. 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 I need to I need to start going back. It's Maybe like, we should do like a like on your Friday or Mondays off or something. Need, I, mean, I need to because those were like the dates we're gonna be like at least do these days. Yeah. At like least. we could meet up in the morning and and just go fucking do. I just took it easy. I did thirty minutes on the treadmill between walking and uh running which the running part fucking kicked my ass because yeah. i haven't ran in so long and then i just did uh a few a little bit of uh free weights and i did the arm machine ab machine for you know i just did all that for about 15 20 minutes or whatever but uh it was a uh, it was enough for the next couple of days my arms were super sore I'm, i think that's one of the biggest thing hurdles for me when it comes to working out is that it's like you know you go for the first time and like even if you take it easy like i mean there's a certain scale you know like if you go and you just walk and then you maybe do like one set of like basic barbell lifts mm-hmm. or something like that you're gonna feel fine but like but then you like when you go for the first time you're like but i want to like get some shit done i mm-hmm. want to like go for it and if you push yourself too hard you feel like shit and don't feel like going for like a week yeah <laughs> and then it's like it's hard to form that habit back because it's like you want to go hard because you want to get back into the routine but you can't, and the, the balance is difficult. But yeah, it it can be very difficult. I I went in with the intention of like, all right, I'm just gonna take it easy. I am gonna like just try some things again, and just kind of hopefully feel something out of it. And that was on Friday, and I would have went again on Saturday, but I had my gig, and then Sunday was just kind of a sporadic day, anyways. Um, and today's Monday, so anyways, I haven't been since Friday, but I do plan on going a few times this week. So, but yeah, we, we should uh we should maybe make it a. a tag team buddy yeah buddy especially because accountability part i want to like I, every time i've gone to the gym lately it's always been kind of like just me like kind of bullshitting through it i'm mm-hmm. like you know like uh yeah i'll do some you know, curls and then i'll do some i'll like be like what what exercise have i not done yet what have i not targeted yet and i'll just kind of bullshit through it and it's like i want to get like you know do research and get make an actual like plan and everything but like so often i resist that because i'm like mm, that needs a spotter and jono don't have gym <laughs> friends and it's like i don't I, i'll get i'll be your spotter dude here we go and then like when you're like all right i'm done i'm like no you do five more mm-hmm. john you do five you can you can do this i'm yeah. like i've got like the barbell like pin, pinning my throat down i'm like you fucking you pussy you get up dude. i just like <laughs> you push through that <laughs> i just like start arching my back and my neck starts doing like lifts with it i've got like a fucking absolutely ripped neck for oh, some yeah, reason dude Everyone loves a strong neck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, other than that, um, yeah, you know, it just takes time. And and like I said, I think you should just focus on one thing at a time. You're going to figure it out, dude. Like, we're all going through, like, weird little transitions and whatnot. But, uh, uh, I, I, you know, you, you know, I always got your back on those things. Hell yeah. Yeah. Always. Hell yeah. Well, what else uh, is going on, dude? Well, you were... We had a couple of things we were going to talk about here, I believe. Yeah. Um, I just, like, I, I came up with a, um, I mean, I'll, I'll say, like, I, I talk about, like, feeling like a bum all weekend and whatnot, and it's, like, the good thing about that is when you do that, you, I played a lot of video games, and I watched quite a few movies, like, more than I usually do in a week, and I've just I've just not been watching many movies lately, but this week I watched, like, four, so wow. yeah, I was like, oh, good, podcast content, and... um. You know, what I'll do is I guess I'll kind of like start this conversation and it'll go into, you know, movies because I know you got movies you want to talk about to watch. But like a thought I had the other night is just like this whole culture there is around like people who remember like Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wasn't much of a Blockbuster guy, but I went to like my hometown, had a tiny little video rental store 
and like I went there all the time. Uh, cliffhanger video in Sir Goinsville still around, Whoa. still open. Really? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, the guy who runs it's the mayor, and I think like his family runs it with him. And I think, mm. I mean, I think all they really do is like order new releases on Amazon. Like they only have DVDs and put them in the case. And then I think they usually just kind of hang out on the property and just if they hear someone come in, they'll be like, oh, come on in. And, mm. and you know, like I, I actually relied on them even like into the streaming era because when I lived at home, uh, like between semesters in college, it's like our internet sucked. We could not stream. We could mm. not stream stuff. So it was just like go down to this video rental store and I'd check stuff out. And it's like 2017 and I'm checking stuff out. And one day <laughs> I was late returning something and I'm like, oh, here's an extra dollar for the late fee. And the dude's just like, ah, like throws his hand up like, eh, just don't just don't worry about it, dude. <laughs> and it's just like one of those small town charm things of just like, no, we still have a video rental store. Like it ain't Blockbuster. The place is practically a shack, but like still cool. But I mean, yeah, you got any good like video rental place memories, Blockbuster or otherwise? Well, Blockbuster was my jam back in the day. Uh, I, I used to live right down the street from one. So it was kind of like always the Friday night go to with uh, my family. And we'd pick out, you know, a few movies. Mom and dad would always pick out uh, a movie for them. And we'd pick out, you know, me, Tyler would pick out something. And then it when video game rentals oh, man. was a thing too. Fuck, dude. Just always getting games and everything. And the, the cool thing about Blockbuster, uh, you know, for me being a kid was like just seeing the amount of different movies there were, because I didn't realize like, that was the first time I remember seeing like, like a, like a parody of like transformers or something like God. that, you know, like robots or something, you know, robot wars or something like yeah. that, you know, like seeing like these crazy ass, like cheesy, ripoffs of movies and like i remember seeing the horror section and i was Dude, terrified i was, just, I was of, just thinking of that like my because my store when i started going to when i was a kid was like late 90s early 2000s so it was still mostly vhs and it's like horror vhs yeah. art was like a next level thing and it's like a lot of them were like movies that weren't good like i remember jack frost was one that right, was just yeah. like oh that freaked me out and they had like all the weird children of the corn sequels and just Seeing all those and being freaked out by them, and then like you know, twenty fucking years later, I'll watch, I'll see one of those movies on Shutter, watch it, and it's like the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. seen, and it's like, oh, I was terrified of this as a kid. Yeah, I do remember always being terrified of the 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 horror section and everything, but yeah, I always was that blockbuster. We had a we had another video store rental place was called. Um, Movie stars. Do you yeah, remember I, that? I remember. I never went there, but I remember seeing like the. Occasionally, we'd go there. It was like kind of like. I don't know why we would go there, but occasionally. We'd I mean, go my there. parents always like we we had like a blockbuster membership, and it was like because you know like we went up to Kingsport for like church every week, and it was like after that I'd you know beg to go to Blockbuster to get game rentals because the local place had games, but they didn't have like the greatest selection. But I remember they had like they had Smash Bros and Super mm. Mario Sunshine and that kind of stuff but like blockbuster had m more like newer releases and stuff oh yeah and you know it was just like i would like have to beg my parents and then like beg them for seven dollars to rent a game for a week and whatnot but like my local video store we had this trick right they were closed on sundays and they're they only did two two day rentals so if you check out a game or a movie on saturday then you keep it all day saturday you keep it all day sunday and then my dad would just return it on his way to work on Monday and it would be like, Oh, you got to keep it for two full days mm. instead of having to return it the next day. And I still remember like 
like the first time I ever played Super Smash Brothers because I the, the cover art for Smash Brothers always confused me because I'm like there's Mario but then there's <laughs> Pikachu and there's that Zelda guy yeah. I, don't, I didn't even know about like Zelda right. at this point but it was just like what is this why is it why is a Mario game rated teen like what's going on with Mario that he, only the teenagers <laughs> are allowed to see him and then you know I just checked it out from there one day and I'm like this is amazing and like Smash Brothers is like a gateway drug to other Nintendo games oh yeah because it's like you play it and you're like this Metroid guy is pretty cool <laughs> you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and then you're like wait Metroid's a girl and yeah. then you just then it's like th- that led me to like going down to uh you know like game stores and being like I gotta buy all these mm-hmm. and Anyway, that was a tangent, but like, yeah, video rental stores were the shit. Yeah, no, they were, man. And then I remember there was another video rental store that was way on the other side of, I don't know, even town, maybe like in Virginia or something like that. It was crazy, but it's called like a, I think like Magic Rabbit or Video Rabbit or something I think like I might that. I've heard of it at some point. It's like a real dingy little video rental shop. But I remember going in there once, and that was the first time I saw a whole like back room with uh-huh. beads and the 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 nudies, yeah. the nudie section. I was like, "What is this? Like, this is crazy." I was like, "You can check out like porn, like that's insane." Uh, but yeah, no, I uh, I, there's something magical about video rental stores, man. Blockbuster, especially. I we filmed a little video at Blockbuster uh, in high school when when The Dark Knight came out. Oh uh, man. We uh we did a parody called Joker Goes to Walmart and we because <laughs> there was a bunch of Joker videos out on oh, right, YouTube. Oh yeah, everyone at the time. was doing it back yeah, then. Yeah, and my buddy Ryan he uh he fucking dressed up as Joker. We we and my buddy John dressed up as Batman, and uh, we started out at Blockbuster and he goes and he's like goes in Blockbuster as Joker and there's like a they had art at the time too like big poster arts, and uh, he goes up to the one that's got Batman in the Dark Knight and he's like just flips it off <laughs> it just like leaves the store it's dumbest shit yeah, it was so dumb dude it's still on youtube i think it's got oh, like man. six thousand views or something like that's that that's crazy yeah um, it's like an artifact it really is man i'm in it i'm like i look all fucking crazy with my long hair and shit uh and then one more thing I was going to say about video rental stuff is, do you remember when Netflix fucking had the DVDs to rent? I never was on there for the... I mean, I think they still have them. It's just no one really uses yeah. it. I think it's a separate plan, too. But, like, uh, I never used it, but I know my aunt signed up for it, and she would, like, get the... She would just, like, like fill her cart with, like, as much as she could at a time, and then would... uh. Like I think her, she had her husband like rip them and like copy them to their, mm. their own DVDs. So I'd like go over to my aunt's place, and this was like 2010 or something. I was like 15, and like she just opened up a cabinet and be like all these movies, and it's just like, oh geez. But um, <laughs> and, like, and like you know that kind of brings me to like, um, Netflix and thinking about like, man, like sitting down on your ass and just scrolling through Netflix, it is not anywhere near as fun as going into a blockbuster. Oh, no, dude. It's like... it's It sucks. Like, honestly, like, I hate the endless scrolling on streaming platforms because it's like we've been so conditioned to do that. And I I still, like, I'll see things on there that I want to watch, but, like, I'm like, eh. Well, you know what drives me eh. crazy about it is, like, a lot of that thrill is, like, seeing the cover art for stuff. And, like, Netflix changes the cover art. Like, every time you log in... And I've even seen, like, people that kind of theorize that, like, it knows what you watch and it tailors it towards you. Like, mm. I remember even, like, seeing, like, some kind of thing. And, I mean, I'm I, this guy might have been pulling out of his ass of just, like, I think Netflix figured out that I'm black because it puts, like, the black <laughs> characters on all the posters now. Uh, and it's, funny. like, it is so weird when it's, like, you'll pull up, I, I don't know, like some some movie and it'll have like some side character from that movie as the poster yeah. it's like what is why why this like i understand that these are promotional materials that get made 
but why not stick with one poster design or something? And yeah, I've noticed that too. Having like some character that's on the on the thumbnail and it's like that guy's in it for like five minutes. Like <laughs> I will tell you something I don't do very often, and I usually only do it if there's like a new release and I know it's out on physical, but it's not on any streaming services I have, and it's kind of this half-ass like halfway point. Of like it's just you go to Redbox to get something because you scroll uh, through. Yeah. Red, that's all right, and I think that what's great about that is usually if I'm going to Redbox, I'm going to the grocery store. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm gonna give me a six pack. I'm gonna yeah. give me some pizza and some snacks, and I'll just oh, let me see what they got on the old Redbox. <laughs> like it's it's the closest I think we can come. I mean, I guess there are still video rental stores in places, but it's just mm. yeah, yeah. It's uh, I always I always like hate Redbox because I always like. Oh, I gotta go back out and drop that fucking video off. You know, yeah, I don't know. Was, like it's like I guess it's the same thing as a video rental store, but it's like. But but with video rental stores, it was mom. Yeah, make right, sure you yeah. take this back. True. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Did it? There was one blockbuster left out in like out west, wasn't there? And is it still open now? Or I, I no thought they idea. closed. Maybe I have no idea. I have but, no familiarity with block, yeah. Knoxville's blockbuster. Well, no, 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 no. Now here in Knoxville, like out in like west side of the country or something like that, there was like oh, one, yeah. there was like yeah. one last blockbuster store that was like open. I'm yeah. not sure if they I mean, still it's running. one of those things where like the company's defunct. I guess there's nothing stopping someone from just continuing to operate yeah. like that. And I guess so. Whatnot, but it's it's just one of those things of like. I also think people kind of think about Blockbuster, and it's like if it were to come back, it's like you'd go as an adult, and it's just like oh, I just kind of want to go home and watch Netflix. Yeah. You know, you kind of like oh, the convenience takes over. It's like cool on paper now, but I, I don't think it would do well. It's, um, I mean, it's the whole the whole deal is like you, you got to have some place where it's not even a rental; it's just a store, and it's like you go there to talk about movies and mm-hmm. hang out and buy shit. You know? Yeah. Um, oh, I had something I was gonna go off of that fucking shit with ah damn it well i was gonna use the whole talking about movies to talk about movies we watched oh uh, yeah yeah maybe it'll come back to me but i did watch a couple movies this this, yeah uh, past week i tweeted about one of them i made a video about one of them too and and you you said that movie's whack was that whack like a bad whack or good whack i mean good (laughs) i didn't it's not a movie I really paid attention to. I like kind of pulled it up on my second monitor to kind of have it on because I heard, oh, this is kind of good. And like, I would glance at it, but it's like, I don't really remember much of what happened in it. The movie's called Intruder, yeah. by the way. It's yeah. a slasher movie that takes place in a grocery store. I and loved it. It's just like, I didn't pay that much attention to it. I'm sure I would love it, especially if I like actually sat down mm-hmm. and like had a couple drinks with some friends. And yeah. It's one of those kind of movies. But I do just remember like every now and then if I heard, if I knew a kill was going on, that's when I would be like, What's going on? It's got over some here? gnarly kills in it, and it's just—it's pretty good. This is pretty good. Yeah, no, it's a. So I, I, it was a movie recommendation on Twitter, and uh, I didn't realize it had you know Sam Raimi in it, Ted Raimi, it's a cameo of Bruce Campbell in it. Yeah. Uh, so like, it starts off, and I'm telling you, like the way it's shot and edited and directed and everything, like, I was like, this is very strange films. Like, like this, it just it got got that vibe, and I, so I was immediately hooked. And uh, I love the grocery store setting. I thought that was like really unique. And uh, yeah, it's it's like it's a little campy. It's really fun. Uh, it's a little bit of a slow burn the first half, but then That's like a, I've noticed a lot of slashers just kind of are. Yeah, yeah. So the second half uh, definitely gets a little bananas, and the killer is like the kills. I should say are are fucking gnarly. It, it was cool. And then the killer once he's like, you know chasing down the last couple people he he's fucking nuts too and i i loved it dude. i just thought it was so much fun and i was like whoa this is a deep cut like there's kind a, of a cult film there's like that's the thing with slashers is i feel like there's so many of them that are just like 
kind of weird thrown together, but they have good kills. They're kind of campy mm-hmm. and fun. But I feel like for every one of those, like you go on like Shutter looking for shit like that, and then I think ninety percent of the time you're gonna hit something that's just like boring, right? And yeah. it's like it's one of those subgenres of just like the gold's really really gold, but the rest is shit. True. Yeah. Yeah. I never heard of it. Um. So definitely a great recommendation. He gave me like four other recommendations, so I'm interested in checking them out. I think one's called The Burning. The Burning is excellent. Yeah? It's one of my all-time favorites. Oh, shit. Okay. It's so good. That's the it's next really one I'm going to watch. So, The Burning, and then, um, I think, not Maniac. I know I want to see Maniac. It's been a while since I've seen Maniac. I've never seen it. Um, yeah, there's a few few of them, but I uh, ended up watching um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I've, Did you I, see it? No. I think I've, like, I've gotten to the point of, like, like I'll probably, I mean, I'll probably see like Guardians of the Galaxy and like anything. I'll eat up any Spider-Man slot to get yeah, me. Yeah, of course. But I think other than that, I'm gonna be like, nah, I don't, I don't care. If yeah. someone says no, you got to see this one. I might see a Marvel, but like the last this whole last phase of Marvel besides No Way Home and Doctor Strange for me has been like, yeah. It's like I'm I'm like the previous Black Panther. I thought it was pretty good, but like the best part about it is Chadwick yeah. Boseman. He's he was so cool in that role, Absolutely. and it's like. This film, Wakanda Forever, is, I will say, it was, like, it was good in the way that it was done, and it's a very, like, like, you know, pull the heartstrings, you know, honoring Chadwick Boseman in it, but, like, the whole fucking thing with Namor, and it's, it's just fucking long, dude, it's, like, almost three hours long, and it's just, the middle of it's very kind of dull, and, uh, or boring from in my opinion but anyways either way it's a beautifully shot film i don't want people hating on me for hating on it i'm not hating on it i just didn't i just it was it was all right i'm, I'm glad they were able to move on i mean and honor chadwick i it just it's a shame that you know he he's gone from us man because he would have yep. that movie would have been fucking phenomenal i think with with him uh continuing on but it was <laughs> we were like uh we were watching and you know, they, they do, like, a funeral for Chadwick Boseman's character, you know, Black Panther. And, like, it's all Wakanda, you know, celebrating uh, his life and everything. And we were watching, we are like, it's like, not one Avenger around? You know, like, <laughs> none of them? <laughs> not one? I mean, you guys, they you know, like, fucking, they, they use your guys' land for the whole battle with Thanos and everything. Like, not one can show up for the funeral? <laughs> it's, not like, the, it's not in the contract. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh yeah, so that was that was that, and uh, but I did watch the f- trailer for the new Flash movie last night. And oh yeah, that was looks fucking good, dude. It's, it's kind of crazy how that movie still exists. Oh yeah, I know. And it's been shooting for like four years too. And it's I remember like, like seeing like a joke that's like Ezra Miller must have like videos of Warner Brothers executives like shooting people in the head or some shit. <laughs> well, it's crazy because like yeah, they they threaten to can him, and then he's like, oh, I'm gonna go uh into rehab and all this and and get better. And, uh, and, and like, I guess they're like, yeah, well, it's fine. They, he's, they're making an effort. Oh, I should say they, he's, it's a yeah, they pronoun, but, like, but they, they're, they're working on getting themselves better. And then James Gunn, he comes out with his brand new DC slate hacks, Henry Cavill and fucking everything else that people loved about DC and, and whatnot. And I, and I get the vision. I'm not hating on the vision at all, but then he comes out and says, yeah, Ezra's still pretty highly considered for being flash for the rest of the, I'm like, that guy's. That they have been arrested for assault. It's, I, I don't understand burglary, what's going like, on behind crazy it. Shit, it's dude, like, like crazy shit, like crazy. But let's let's completely delete Batgirl from the face of the earth. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> insane. Poor Brendan Fraser's like, 
Yeah, not just you know. <laughs> he's like, oh man, that guy. Yeah. I love that guy. But yeah, Batgirl just gets fucking and it's annihilated. Funny, I could not care less about like a lot of DC stuff, but like that's just extremely disrespectful to everyone who worked on that Fuck, movie. Dude, I to, know. Like, just just drop it on a streaming service or something. Yeah, you know. I mean, they literally. <sighs> There's, there was, I'm sure there was a way to salvage that movie. I don't even, I don't even know if it's going to be any good or not, but it's just like, come on, like people worked on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drop, I mean, why can't you just drop it on HBO Max or something? Nah, Whatever. I Fuck, I don't know. Either way. But yeah, it's a uh, DC, I guess they're trying to get their shit together. But yeah, that, I mean, the Flash movie though, looked good. Michael Keaton back as Batman. That looked, that looked badass. Really? So yeah. That, that's, so that's the big deal with that trailer. Okay. Oh yeah. I never watched it. So yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton, dude. Wow. Yeah. He looked Michael good. Keaton. You look fucking good. I uh, I watched some movies. What'd you watch? Uh, I watched, and I, you know, do you ever like sit down and you're like, I'm just gonna pull up my services and see what I can find, and mm-hmm. then you're there for a fucking hour. That's what yeah, all the time. I got super lucky this time, and then I landed on something pretty quick that was like not like amazing, but I was entertaining and like really fit the mood. I watched a rom com called What If. What it's if stars Daniel Radcliffe and Zoe Kazan? Oh, I wanted to watch that. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. It's I mean, it's charming. Daniel Radcliffe's like kind of a loser, but he doesn't come off as like an obnoxious loser. He just kind of comes off as this guy who's just like, you know, bitter about life, mm-hmm. you know, not happy with anything. Nothing we can relate to or anything. Of course not. Um, but it's just like, it's got these, it's just got a lot of really good moments. Um, but the best part of the whole movie is uh, Adam Driver plays his best friend. And yeah. he is um, like one of the, his like story is he meets a woman and they fall in love and you kind of see glimpses of their relationship and they're fucking wild, dude. Like there's just scenes where they're like heavily making out in the middle of a room and everyone's kind of like, yeah, they're doing that. And they just kind of <laughs> move on. And uh, it, there's, there's a really great, there's a really like line that I think is kind of turned into kind of a meme that Adam Driver says in the middle of the movie. It's, it's really funny. There's one bit in particular, um, where like some girl that Daniel Radcliffe was gonna hook up with, but he was like, ah, no, no. Where she's like talking shit about him, and she like escalates it so far. She's like, yeah, he started shooting the cops, and I saw he had a chubby, and I just, <laughs> I like, I just, I just busted it. It was, it's a really fun, charming movie. Yeah, I remember seeing that um, a preview from or one of the streaming channels, and that, I think it's on like Prime. I watched that's what it on I think Canopy, it was. But, yeah, but know, uh, like, I was like, eh. I almost watched it, and I was like, eh. A good rom com makes me feel really good. And I do a, a enjoy, bad one just bores me. To I death. do enjoy a good rom com. Yeah, and it's so. Uh, and I mean, tomorrow's Valentine's Day, so maybe I'll find another oh, one yes. watch tomorrow. There you go. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Whoa, that was a big um, one. And I watched. I watched other stuff. What did I, else did I watch? I gotta pull up my letterbox because I forget the exact order I watch things in. Yo, guess what's on letterbox now? He comes to kill. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. Neat. Yeah. Neat. I That's, got that. Um, I got that figured out this week. Uh, yeah, and then I I watched a movie called Francis Ha, mm, there and it is <clears throat> it's dire- uh, directed by Noah Baumbach. This guy did Marriage Story. Um, okay. <clears throat> um, and he wrote it with uh, his partner uh, Greta Gerwig, the director of Lady Bird and uh, Barbie. Okay. Uh, so uh, and she stars in it too, and she's really good. And it's just kind of a slice of life movie, just kind of like. About this woman who like lives in New York and she uh, wants to be a dancer and she's broke all the time and she's like really energetic and like has friends that kind of come and go and just it's just a slice of her life and it's just interesting just the characters and the interaction Adam Driver's in it as well ah. uh, and this was like pre Star Wars so this is like his early stuff and mm-hmm. he's he's really good in it nowhere near as goofy as he was in the last one but it's just a nice little slice of life movie good like 
good little like you want to just kind of see something kind of normal and grounded mm-hmm. really good really good movie um and then my last two <laughs> i finally got around to watching glass onion uh, out yeah. have you seen this yet i haven't seen it no i don't think it's quite as good as the first one but it's, i feel like it's a little more clever in some ways my big thing with it and it's not even a gripe it's that that first knives out it's like it's like fall takes place in this nice old house Mm. everyone's wearing like sweaters and it feels cold outside and people are like smoking pipes and they're wearing coats it's a cozy movie Mm -hmm. and then this one takes place in like some rich guy's mansion off the coast of greece and it feels very not cozy Mm. and it's just it's really well made every performance is great it's hilarious it has really good writing and got some absolutely great moments but it's just kind of lacks that coziness that i wanted Mm. out of knives out yeah yeah I do remember feeling that way with Knives Out. I thought that was a pretty good movie, but yeah, I haven't seen Glass Onion yet. I want, I, I want to check it out. I like yeah. my boy, uh, Edward Norton's in it. Yeah, he's he's really good. Yeah, he's really good. Um, and finally, last night, last thing I watched, and uh, before I get onto my giant topic of talking about video games all the time. Oh yeah. Um, watched. Uh, Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you be my neighbor? The Mister Rogers documentary. Oh, that is good. Uh, dude. that's very good. Tear jerker. Yeah, it's like I didn't I, like I kept very positive, but there's there's just so many moments in it that are just like, uh, like whenever he like brings up the fact that like you know like the Vietnam War or Robert Kennedy's assassination or nine eleven, and having to be like we got to figure out ways to like talk to kids about yeah. this. It's just kind of one of those things of just like it really hit me that it was just like he's trying to like do this thing of like, here's how you teach kids to how to live in this cruel, cruel world. And it's just kind of like, Oh my God, like there's so much stuff in this that it's just like, I don't know. I'm like waiting in the middle for it to be like, uh, yeah. And he, uh, he actually was a serial killer and whatnot. (laughs) And like, they even joke about that of like, people would make jokes like that because they see someone who's this kind and loving and they think something must be wrong with him. And like how like crazy that is. And I'm like, Oh yeah, this guy's got a point, but it's a great movie. No, that is good. I forgot about that. I've seen it. I guess a while back, but yeah, that's a very real. And like you said, just like this guy's like just a beautiful soul, like just kind and, trying to just trying to make a positive impact on in the world but uh yeah that's a good watch list yeah it's i <coughs> oh my gosh round two <coughs> shit uh mm, mm. I've, I've been playing like a lot of video games and like the thing is it's like i feel like i can't do like both at once like if i sit down at the end of the night i'm like i can't bring myself to watch a movie if i'm in the middle of a game because i'm just like just want to keep playing that game but uh you know, like kind of floundering around, not really sure what to play lately. So, uh, yeah, uh, we've got some movies out of the way. And it's like, it's always nice when I'm like, I watch a few movies. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's good to just sink in and just let your mind go and just oh, focus yeah. on a story. For sure. Uh, speaking of video games, we were going to buy Hogwarts Legacy this weekend mm-hmm. and fucking play because I'm like super stoked about it. But then realized that last night I realized that it did it didn't come out on all consoles it's it only, only on the next gen the stuff. next gen and pc <clears throat> yeah and i was like what the fuck it's because <laughs> we're in that awkward period right now where it's like the new consoles have been out for a while but like they're not because do you remember like when the ps4 and the xbox one came out like there were still ps3 and 360 games coming oh, yeah. out for like two years and it's like we're in that awkward period now of like developers are having to make the decision on like all right, do we bother making it for the old stuff anymore or do we just use the new stuff? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're starting to see games like this where it's like, no, we're just doing the new stuff. Yeah, and then I saw, yeah, so the the Xbox One and PS4 version comes out in April 
And then the Switch version, which is actually what we were going to get, uh, is until July. Well, yeah. I was that, like, what the, the fuck? Well, those Switch versions, I always think, because it's like, you got this portable thing. It's like, so many of those Switch games, it's like, they got to like do like intense surgery on those games yeah. to get them running and that whatnot. It's crazy. So, so yeah, that's uh, that was a bummer. I was wanting to play that this weekend, but I've been looking into getting back into video games. I, uh, yeah, I've been overwhelmed because it's just like I keep trying stuff that I've not played in a while. Right. It's like I can't find something to stick with. Um, yeah. One thing that... uh, So Nintendo just surprise dropped Metroid Prime Remastered on Switch. Oh, really? And um, I, uh, I never beat that original Metroid Prime because I was a little baby and I was bad at it. But uh, it's like I really... I was torn because on the one hand, I was like, this looks really good. It's only 40 bucks. I really want to get it. On the other hand, I have, I can emulate the original game on my computer and someone has made a modification that lets you play that game with a mouse and keyboard like it's an actual PC FPS game. And so I've just been playing that on my computer and it's like, it's been since, I don't know, it was like 13 since I played Metroid Prime, but that game is so good. It's badass. It's so cool because you just get lost in like exploring and yeah. then you'll see like a little hole and you'll be like, I gotta go back there once I get the morph ball. Yeah. And then you get the morph ball and you're like, oh, I gotta go back to all those places yeah. and it's just like, you sink so much time into it and then next thing you know, you're in a new area and it's like, Everything there's just aliens and the music is so cool and like you walk it's such a colorful beautiful like game. And you walk past like vents that are blowing steam and it'll steam up or there will be a yeah. flash of light and you'll see Samus's face reflecting and the remaster looks incredible like they redid every model and every texture. I didn't even know they dropped that. They shadowed they announced it and said it's out now. Wow. And Damn, uh, that's cool. Rumor has it that they're going to like over the next few months remaster two and three. I hope so. Because they announced four like five years ago and they've shown not a single second of footage from it. So what we're thinking people are theorizing that it's like we're it's good. It's a ways off. But if we like keep them happy with these remasters, then we'll be able to show that's it usually how it, ha- how it goes. But it's just I never got to fi- like I played a, li- a good bit of one and a good bit of three, but I never played through the whole trilogy, and it's just like... I never mm. played three. I played one and two. Yeah. I always loved the, the suit upgrades, too. Oh, they're so cool. Dude, they're so fucking badass. Th- those games were... there's So in my life, um, I've, I've owned pretty much almost every console except for the, the newer stuff. Um, but So growing up, playing like all, all these games, uh, my dad... He was always it was it was very rare for him to sit and play a video game, but in, unless he found it really great. So for N sixty four, I remember him hogging that console for uh, this little game called Quest. Oh God, dude, yeah. Quest is the shit. I want to. I always wanted to replay that because it was too hard for me back in the day. Oh yeah, uh, but I was. I always wanted to play that. So he he <laughs> loved that game. Um, I'm trying to think of what else in the in between, but to get to the point is he Metroid Prime was one of those games where he hogged the GameCube and fucking played through all of them. Assassin's Creed, that's another series that he loves. Oh, yeah. Every Assassin's Creed he played uh up until like there's some of the newer ones. But Metroid Prime man, so I'd always watch him play, but then I was like, "Ah, I'm watching too much. I want to play for myself." So it's dude, and I would pretty much just let him beat it until it was my turn to play because he did, but it was so that game is classic. So I immersive. Now I want it. Now I want that remaster. I mean, it's on Switch, it's on digital. You could just drop the 40 yeah. bucks and get that. Wow. Uh but uh What a beautiful fun game, dude. It's yeah, I could I could I could show you my mouse and keyboard hack here in a second cuz it's just it's super cool, but like um What's funny, I was just talking earlier about like how I played Smash Bros, and that was like a gateway drug into um, it, it was a gateway drug into other Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. 
and it was like I kind of knew about I started to know about like the other Nintendo series. I'm like, okay, now I know what Metroid is. And I went to some mom and pop game store here in Knoxville. Actually, I was on a trip, um, and I was just in the GameCube section. And this was in that period when the Wii was like at its peak popularity, and no one cared about the GameCube anymore mm. at all. But if you had a Wii, you could play GameCube games. Found a copy of Metroid Prime for five dollars. Five dollars, and like I don't know if you've looked at if you've been to like a like a brick and mortar game store that still sells GameCube games. Them's expensive. Oh yeah, those are like expensive games now, and I think the reason is because like a lot of people grew up with the GameCube, but like I feel like the people who really grew up with it never got rid of like their good games because you know Nintendo, you know you're you're not always gonna get to like keep playing the games and everything and. Now there's kind of these people who've gone back and been like, oh man, the GameCube was the shit. I ought to get some of those games, and they can't find any of them. Yeah, dude, I've got a GameCube still. And I've got uh, yeah. Smash Brothers, too. Mine's mine's at my parents, but like, I got we my Wii a, here. We should have a GameCube party night one night, dude. Absolutely. I've got uh, Super Smash Brothers, uh, was it Brawl, the second one? No, that's the, that's the that's Wii third, version. That's the Wii yeah. version. Super Smash Bros. Melee, that's what it is. Melee's the shit. Yeah, i got two controllers. I need two more. I, but, yeah, I've got, I, sh- I should have two Yeah, well. dude. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, I played a lot of Metroid Prime yesterday was what I did that, but it's like I've been bouncing around and trying stuff, and I tell you, you know, I never got a chance to play the original Red Dead Redemption because oh. it was only on 360 and PS3. They never put it on PC, mm-hmm. but now my PC is strong enough that I can run an Xbox 360 emulator. Of course you can. And play that game and upscale it and have it run at a higher frame rate, all that fancy stuff, and you know, it's like it's it's kind of weird playing it because it's like I've touched it before, like just playing it on friend systems. But it's it's kind of weird playing it, and it's like this game's like thirteen years old, and like the second game's already come out. This was before GTA Five, and it's like it's weird playing it and being like it's it, this feels like I'm playing like GTA Four, like it's got the same feel mm-hmm. and like controls and stuff, but the atmosphere is so different, and it's just. I mean, it's one of those games that, like, I've always wanted just, like, a fun, like, I won't be a cowboy game, and it's just, like, it always annoyed me that it's, like, that one just was, like, okay, I guess I'll just never play this one, because it never came to PC, Mm. but it's it's super fun to just ride around and whatnot, but, like, I got into some encounter where this dude's daughter was being held captive, and I, like, stormed the place, and I shot the place up, and then it's, like, all right, the objective says go inside and rescue the daughter. And I didn't anticipate that there'd be someone pointing a shotgun at her head when I went in there. So I walk in and before I can react, they kill her and then kill me. And then it respawns me like 10 miles away from where this happened. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, that's that's that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of video games, let me wrap it up. I finally beat Dishonored 2. Oh, nice. Uh, a game's incredible. And I got to the last mission of the game, and I was like, you know what? The story calls for it. If I'm going to get revenge in this mission, I'm going to get revenge. I killed every motherfucker I saw. Oh, shit. I did not sneak. <laughs> I did not sneak. I did not, you know, try to trick people or knock them unconscious. I killed every motherfucker I saw, and it was great. And I recorded a video of this. Uh, I did this bit where I, uh, I killed a witch, grabbed her corpse, and I saw some of her friends standing around a bonfire. So I use this spell I have called Domino, where it links up to four people together. I don't think I had the upgrade to do four. I had the upgrade to do three. It links three people together. So whatever you do to one of them, it does to the other two. Hmm. So I link these three witches together. I throw the corpse of the other witch. They turn and see me, and then I shoot one of them in the head with a crossbow bolt, and then I see the other two just have their heads just (laughs) with the crossbow (laughs) bolt and fall over. 
two of them see me and chase me and I like shoot one of them with a gun and then stab them in the neck and just kill them and it's just that game makes you feel so badass and you may be wondering John why'd you throw the corpse at them did that do anything it made them look and I wanted the last thing they saw to be their friend's corpse <laughs> So, you know, it's like, fuck it. Why not role play as a murderous psychopath? I was going to say, this guy's psycho, dude. But it's like, hey, it's a good outlet for that. If you ever, like, I can sing the praises of how great Dishonored is for, like, so many reasons. But one of the biggest praises is, do you want to do big murder? Do you want to have fun murdering? Mm -hmm. Do, Do you think, like, the GTA, just pull a gun on a guy and shoot him is boring? Well, how about you freeze time, shoot a guy in the leg, and then unfreeze time so he falls over in agony and then cut his head off? <laughs> oh Doesn't that God. sound more fun? Oh, uh, shit, dude. That's why I like Red Dead too, man, because it's just, like, lawless. You can go in fucking some saloon and lose a game of poker, and you're like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm just going to destroy, kill everyone in this bar. <laughs> like, I think one of the hardest things is, like, there's so many games that let you be evil, but you always kind of feel bad. Oh, yeah. Too, because it's just like, oh. Like, it's fun in Fallout to go in some old lady's house, and she's like, hello, what are you doing yeah. here? And then just be like, I'm here to rob you, and then just, like, murder her and t- steal all her <laughs> shit. But then it's like, you walk out, and you're like, mm, yeah. oh, I feel kind of weird about so that. It was with, like, Skyrim uh, or whatever. Like, whenever, anytime I played Elder Scrolls, I was always, like, sneaking into people's houses and stealing their shit. And, like, I love when, like, someone... I was always, like, so quiet when they're sleeping and steal. I love when someone wake up and be like, hey, what are you doing here? I'm like, ah, well... You you fucked Sh- up. Shouldn't have looked. You shouldn't have. That's how I play stealth games. It's like shouldn't have looked. And then shouldn't I shoot. have looked. Yeah. It's, it's the best. And like I don't know if you ever played Metal Gear Solid Five, but like yeah. in that one, it's like when you there's an you can turn this on or off, but there's an option where like if you get spotted, the game will go into slow mo, so you can like quickly see who spotted you and kill them. And it's like I've seen like clips of playthroughs on YouTube where someone will be like riding a horse through a base. He'll get spotted by like four people, and then in the slow mo, just. Pew, 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 and just kill them all and be like, what does that look like in real time? This dude's just riding this horse and then suddenly he's like, and just yeah. like everyone's dead, like some John Wick shit. Oh, uh, shit. Video games. They're video fun, games. Fun stuff, it's, man. It's, like I talk about like, oh, I just, I just bum around and I don't do anything. And it's like, yeah, it's because like when the choice is do hard things to make your life better or sit down <laughs> and murder a bunch of witches and throw their corpses in a fire, it's like, oh. It does sound fun. It's fun. It's yeah. fun, but I gotta. Have you played uh, VR games? A little bit. I, you know, my, my two of my nephews have like VR setups, and um, you know, I played one Star Wars game on VR, and the thing that frustrates me is the coolest part is looking and aiming and shooting, but then they're like, oh. You want to have the full experience of having to reload the gun and take the mm. clip and put it in. And I'm like, no, I fucking don't. I want to hit a button and yeah, keep shooting. Yeah. And so many VR games, I feel like, sell that novelty of like hand movements and whatnot. I'm like, I just I want to be immersed and I want to shoot. I always wanted to try something where it's like you get like immersed and you just get to like I don't know, hang out with like like lounge or do kinda, like just like kind of like the metaverse, yeah. but good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like. <laughs> It's like be in a world and kind of live in that world for like a couple hours. <laughs> I, I, I never got to play it, but like VR chat was kind of like this weird thing of like you go in and like everyone's like the Joker or Rick and Morty what? or anime characters huh. or uh, Ugandan Knuckles was like the big thing that came from that. And just everyone's just messing around and talking shit and people would put on like YouTube videos or stream stuff and you'd watch it with them and. I don't know, it's just sometimes I, like, that stuff sounds cool, but then I'm like, it's kind of dystopian when you think about it. Yeah, like, I, it does make me wonder how, you know, since technology is, like, getting more and more advanced, and obviously, like, AI is going to be a big part of our future and everything like that, too, but, like, like it makes me wonder if 
more people or more systems are going to be in place where you can just like put on a VR headset and like just it's like Ready Player One, you know, yeah, like go yeah. go to just clock in your world that you can just fully immerse yourself and feel things and do whatever and you know in reality you're just like some guy on the couch for like eight hours doing that. You know? Yeah, like, that's the uh, that's the that's the thing is it's just like I I'm like no I like my real world experiences. It's you know and it's like I think like VR is cool and immersive, but I think one of the things I just like about video games is that. You know, it feels like it's it's separated. You know, yeah. you, you know, I sit down and play Dishonored. I'm not like I'm not getting up and going to Kroger and being like, I bet I could freeze time with that guy and do a drop assassination <laughs> on him. I'm not thinking like that. But you know, with, I don't know with VR. It's like I want. There's a lot of shit I want to try in VR. I'm really want to try Resident Evil Four VR. Mm-hmm. That looks really good. But like video games, I just feel like it's that little that extra layer of immersion can be kind of weird. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I don't know if I could cross that line and stay there you know like i'd like to i've i I've, i'm more curious about vr because I, I don't have a lot of experience with it I've, yeah i've just kind of dabbled with it um my brothers and stuff but yeah video games man video games they're cool i uh stuff. i don't know maybe next week i'll be talking about like exercise maybe more than anything but like maybe we'll go do a workout together this weekend yeah, we can we, talk about it we ought we ought to do that and uh yeah maybe i'll actually work on some projects because it's like i've been i've been itching i I need to do some creative stuff yeah like i don't know yeah one day at a time one day at a time one day at a time and today is like okay we're gonna wrap up and i'm gonna try to get a few things done and then i got improv and then it's the work week for me yeah well improv's fun there's always good stuff good stuff to look forward to hell yeah yeah all right. Well, I guess that's uh, about the time of the show where we. It's a little short, but it's, it's but it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of it. I, I still lost whatever the fuck I was thinking Dude, it's about. The worst. You're the... gonna remember it like a week. Oh, from yeah, now. yeah. I know for real. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess that's it because I don't have much else. Oh, oh, that freelance gig. It was about workout, like CrossFit studio. Oh yeah. And that's one one thing. Like I'm like, how do I edit this? Like. I feel like fast paced. I, well, I, I recorded a lot of like 60 frames per second to do like slow-mo, oh, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I actually, it's gotta be I actually like, did that once. <laughs> yeah. It's gotta be like fast paced, but I'm like, well, I don't want to use like a copyrighted song. Like I, cause I was listening to a bunch of like hip hop in there. Like, you know, that's oh, working yeah. out. And I'm like, Oh man. And I was thinking of like editing as I was shooting. I was like, Oh, having a song like this would make this fucking workout video look awesome. But I'm like, eh, I can't use a copyrighted thing. That's so. when you find out the beats per minute and then you just find a, copyright free song that has the same beats per minute yeah. so you can at least edit with that rhythm yeah that's funny you do but don't you ever like get to a point where like you shoot something and you just don't want to touch the footage after oh yeah <laughs> like, oh yeah it it's... takes me so long to like fucking get to it i'm like <sighs> but now i'm like because i got paid i got paid half for showing up and i get the other half when mm-hmm. it's delivered so i'm like <sighs> i gotta get that paycheck yeah so, that's I don't know. Freelance is one of those things of like I get that it's lucrative and I should do it, but it's just like it's like it's like one step removed from like doing like corporate videos, you know? It's, yeah, I mean, luckily, like I don't know, CrossFit's better than me going to like some some dipshit's wedding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you I'm fucking like, losers. I'm like I'm like I should do I should do I should do freelance. I should get into that and so I can shoot some dipshit's wedding. So yeah, if you're dude, some, I hate shooting weddings. If you're some dipshit that has a wedding, if you're some dipshit that's in love because people <laughs> care about you, then you should book us. Book us. We'll we'll give you a great rate. <laughs> we'll all be miserable together. Uh, yeah, I hate shooting weddings. Dude. I've done like three three or four of them, and they're just ugh. 
it's like I've done like one with my brother and it was like I remember they like you know you got your silverware at your place but we didn't have like a place because we were just the videographers and the bride told us to go ahead and get food and so here here's me and my brother and he's eating mashed potatoes with his hands <laughs> or no I think he like took a roll and like hollowed it out and uh, like used like the crusty part of the roll as like a makeshift spoon yeah and it's just like it was just it's funny it's my always my favorite part of the wedding that I'm working that they tell me Oh, get yourself a drink. Get yourself some food. And they're like, it's open bar. And I go, okay. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I take advantage of it. I'm like, and then, then I always get worried because like I have like a drink in my hand with camera. And then like I'll put it down, start shooting. And people are like, this guy, this guy's fucking drinking in the job. But they're all shit face anyways. So who cares? That's who a cares? Way. Yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. Right. Right. All this, right. This That certainly was an episode. I guess, yeah. It was a little bit more contained than the last one. I felt like the last one we were a little scatterbrained. Yeah, I felt like I had a lot more to say this time of just like, I did this and that, and it's like I had other games I could have talked about and mm. whatnot, but uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll... Well, we'll be a little. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just feeling weird. I haven't eaten anything today, so maybe that's. What I haven't I'm eaten feeling. anything either. Actually, my my tummy is a little rumbly. Got the rumblies. I gotta go take care of the kid and yeah. eat. Oh, I got a Philly cheesesteak from Jersey Mike's yesterday. Damn. And I have the last half of me of it waiting for me. I have a leftover pizza. I made pepperoni, jalapeno, and pineapple. Sounds good. I was talking about you know like. But now I've been eating well, and I think a lot of that is because I made a bunch of pizza dough, and it's like whenever I'm like not sure what to eat, I'm like, just make another pizza. Mm. And it's just like I've been eating so much pizza, it's like, yeah. Should do like a food review, like channel or something, or like incorporate under incorporate incorporate that. under like, your other stuff. I mean, there was that one t- podcast where I just ate a Bojangles chicken sandwich for the first time in front of it. Oh yeah, so, I don't know. I we would can do find food. Bits. I would do food reviews. I would, yeah, I'd like to do something like that. Yeah. I don't know, we gotta mix some things up. We we'll like, figure it out. Yeah, we'll be. Uh, it'll be. It'll create more content too. Something more like. content. If you, are you tired of us talking about movies? Do you want us to do? Do you want us to eat weird shit yeah. like the SYP boys do? Oh yeah, we're not eating MRAs. We're not eating those. No, we're, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, gonna, eat, shit. we're gonna get stuff that we actually think will be good to eat. Yeah, for sure. We could like. We could go to like local, um, just local shops around here. Yeah, do like a little thing. At their shop, say, hey, we're here. We're going to try this. And then fucking do a review and eat it and and hopefully like it. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, from what it from what I can tell from the, the numbers for the show, we are uh, we are getting streams on all of our episodes. So mm-hmm. people are enjoying something out of us. They're enjoying something. Yeah, so maybe we'll mix up for you guys. But all right, well, I guess that's it. I'll uh, go ahead and do my plug here. Uh August Aguilar on Instagram. It would be nice podcast on Instagram. Send us an email. Give us a nice review. It helps us out on uh, the old Apple and Spotify. Hell yeah. Um, Strange Film Studios. You can check us out there too. And uh, and I know you got to do something. Wishlist Phantom Fury on Steam. That's right. That's right. I'll say it again. Wishlist Phantom Fury on Steam. (laughs) Wishlist Phantom Fury on Steam. And um, yeah, this is the podcast. It would be nice. It would be nice. Goodbye. Thank you.